This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus. Welcome into an emergency edition of the Flagship Podcast. I'm Horns 24-7 Managing Editor Taylor Estes, and I'm joined by Horns 24-7 columnist Chip Brown. And Chip, we have some breaking news in Austin, Texas, with Steve Sarkeesian announcing redshirt freshman quarterback Quinn Ewers will be the Longhorn starter for the 2022 season. Chip, let's get right into it. This How, how did everything unfold with Friday's announcement? Well, it was crazy because we talked to Steve Sarkeesian yesterday, being <laughs> Thursday, and he said, quote, uh, he was asked if he had a starting quarterback. He said, I have a pretty good idea, but I want to give these guys an opportunity to compete. So that's what we'll do. Um, between that uh, press conference, there was one practice this morning, and Steve Sarkeesian uh was not scheduled to talk to the media. We had a player availability. We talked to uh, Christian Jones on the offensive line, Keandre Coburn on the defensive line, and Jatavian Sanders, the tight end. And as everyone, the media were packing up, some of the TV stations had already you know, started leaving. John Bianco, the sports information director, uh, came back into the room and said, hey, um, Steve Sarkeesian wanted me to tell you all that Quinn Ewers will be the starting quarterback. And we thought he was joking because, <laughs> you know, of the exchange with Sarkeesian last night. And he said, no, this is he wanted me to email it out to you all. But since you're here, I'm announcing it for him. So that's how it went down. It was not a uh, it was not a, a drum roll uh, red carpet announcement. It was uh, it felt sort of haphazard, but. Steve Sarkeesian is not making any haphazard decisions, or he shouldn't be, because uh, obviously he's trying to maintain the momentum in his program following the five and seven season last year. And Taylor, I think when you look at this um, and you break it down, if it, and Steve Sarkeesian said last week there wasn't a lot of separation between these two quarterbacks, then you go with the quarterback who you handpicked the pro style quarterback, the number one overall recruit in the 2021 recruiting cycle because of his crazy arm talent, that ability to deliver the nose of the football in tight windows from a, 
an array of arm angles without needing his feet to be set a lot. You know, people have compared him to Patrick Mahomes. They both trained at APEC in Fort Worth. And, and that's, you, you go with the upside. Now it's tricky because Hudson card, uh, you talk to a lot of sources in the program, you know, they feel like he's had a really good camp. He's got maybe a better command, full command of Steve Sarkeesian's offense in the second year. Uh, but Hudson card, we saw some of, you know, him last year, he started the season, he got benched. He's a dual threat quarterback. He was the number four quarterback in the 2020 recruiting cycle behind Bryce Young and DJ Youngalele at Clemson and CJ Stroud at Ohio State, but he's a dual threat quarterback who was recruited by Tom Herman. Steve Sarkeesian wants to build this program with big, strong, armed, pro-style passers like he had at USC with Carson Palmer, Matt Leinert, and you know Quinn Ewers, Arch Manning fit that description, Taylor, so... Here we go with uh, Quinn Ewers as the quarterback for the Longhorns to start the 2022 season. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people out there, Chip, probably were expecting this announcement a little bit earlier um, and were kind of wondering what was going on, why Steve Sarkeesian hadn't made that announcement, solely for the fact that you're right, he did hand select Quinn Ewers. You know, uh, Hudson Card was already one of the members of the roster when Steve Sarkeesian was hired at Texas. And as you mentioned, you know, he, Steve Sarkeesian offense is more of that prototypical pro style quarterback, you know, stay in the pocket type of um, talent that he looks for where Hudson Card is recruited more as a dual threat quarterback that fits his skill set. You know, he was planning when he signed with Texas and enrolled at Texas, planning on playing in the more pro style quarterback friendly offense that Tom Herman ran. So he, his development had been a little bit behind in, you know, going into the 2021 season, you would think, you know, that he would have a little bit of a leg up, but you bring up a good point when you talk about with Quinn Ewers and if it's been kind of even, you go with a guy that is more like your standard type of guy that fits your style of offense. And I think that's what Steve Sarkeesian did. Now, my question for you is, Chip, you know, there's there's a big scrimmage set for Saturday. It's the second scrimmage of fall camp. This is a scrimmage where Texas will likely start kind of coming, making the depth chart would probably be the best way, you know, figuring out which guys they go to as they enter that second portion of fall camp to start right. for more season prep. Um, do you think anything that Hudson Card could do in these next two weeks could maybe change Steve Sarkeesian's mind? I don't think so. I think Steve Sarkeesian is going to go with Quinn Ewers and then he'll adjust from there. Uh, but I think he wants to see Quinn Ewers carry the, the weight of being the starting quarterback going into that scrimmage on Saturday. And I think he wants him to, to feel the responsibility of it. And, you know, maybe it's, you know, get in that extra film study and, and, uh, and just, interact with your teammates now knowing you're the starter so that everybody can get comfortable with this and it's not sprung on the team uh because look i'm sure they're the players always know i always say this the players always know who should be starting and i'm sure there were some veteran players who felt like card had a better handle on the offense the other thing though taylor that may have worked against card he did throw a pick six in the scrimmage last week. Now, Ewers threw a couple of interceptions as well. We don't know the details on those interceptions. We weren't there. It was closed. It could have, you know, ball could have gone off a 
a player's, you know, receiver's hands into a defender's hands. Then in the open practice on Tuesday, Card threw another pick six to Ryan Watts. Um, and it wasn't, you know, it was scrimmage situations in practice. It wasn't like a full-blown scrimmage. But um, look, those are those are costly mistakes. And and I'm not trying to build a, a negative resume for Hudson Card here, but Steve Sarkeesian saw some of that last year against Kansas uh, when he put Card in you know, with Casey Thompson, Casey Thompson ended up scoring seven touchdowns in that game card ended up getting strip sacked and that led to a Kansas touchdown. Then he threw a pick six on the very next play when he went into the game and that put Texas down 21 points. I think Steve Sarkeesian is betting on himself here. You know, even if Quinn Ewers is a little bit behind Hudson card in terms of his knowledge of the offense, Sarkeesian's got to be the guy to make sure that he's in situations he's comfortable with that he's the one making sure yours is putting in all the work that he needs to be ready for this responsibility that it's this is real you know this isn't you at ohio state kind of lurking in the background while cj stroud is running the show now you're running the show and i think steve sarkeesian wants him to start to digest that here uh what 16 18 days whatever it is um uh, until that season opener and and then Steve Sarkeesian's betting on himself to make sure that Quinn Ewers is ready and that that upside that we all talk about and that people saw at South Lake Carroll his junior year when he came back from double hernia surgery to lead South Lake Carroll um, way beyond anyone's expectation to that state championship game against Westlake. Remember, South Lake Carroll was the 21st ranked team that year. They weren't supposed to be in that championship game. They lost to Westlake. But, uh, you know, I think Steve Sarkeesian's betting on himself here, too. And look, we all know that after Arch Manning committed this summer, you know, the, the word was, whoa, whoa how, how, how's this going to work? Where you got Quinn Ewers, who's only a redshirt freshman, and then you're bringing in Arch Manning. How does this work? Well, the plan would be for Quinn Ewers to play great for a couple of years, be draft eligible, move on to the NFL. Um and then Arch Manning takes over in 2024. Now we know the best laid plans can blow up uh, left and right. Look at our daily lives. You think you're right. you know, going to be somewhere on time and you're not on time, whatever. But you know, that was the plan. That was behind the scenes. That was the plan. And I think Steve Sarkeesian's betting on himself to, to develop that plan, develop Quinn Ewers, and take some lumps early. No doubt. Alabama's coming. It's going to be tough. But I also think that he knows Quinn Ewers is a tough customer and he's betting on Ewers to be able to be resilient, be able to bounce back from, from some tough times. And we, how many times have we heard Steve Sarkeesian talk about he's studying body language of these guys, mm -hmm. you know, remember last year, Hudson card got in that Arkansas game. Things didn't go well. He was over with his head down on the bench. Bijan Robinson's over there telling him, dude, you can't have your head down. You got to be walking around telling everyone it's going to be okay. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to just pin, card back in that in that last year's uh ups and downs but you know some guys we'll see we'll see if Quinn Ewers has it some guys have that ability to to just shrug off adversity and come back and make a play yeah and and earlier in the year we did have South Lake Carroll head coach Riley Dodge on the flagship podcast and he talked about when he was coaching Quinn Ewers at South Lake Carroll sometimes he had to check himself because 
Quinn Ewers was such a cool customer. Even when things were going wrong, he was just kind of like, you know, even keeled with the way that he approached it. And Riley Dodge said he would have to be like, I'm sitting here being so intense. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, this guy isn't. So I got to maybe take a step back a little bit and let him, you know, figure things out. And obviously he he showed that. Now it's a different level of the game from high school to college. But I do think that when adversity strikes, it doesn't matter what level you're at, you're going to respond more times than not the same way, whether you're playing peewee, uh, high school, college, NFL. I mean, I feel like that's more of a mental makeup that people have. And so the fact that his high school coach had talked about that too, makes you wonder if maybe Quinn Ewers is a little bit more um, of the safe pick, quote unquote, to handle that potential early season adversity, especially, you know, when Alabama comes to town on September 10th. And then on the flip side, Chip, I also wonder how much of this decision, I mean, let's be honest, you know, Hudson Card is a very talented player. He's a very talented athlete. I have no doubt about it that at most schools, he could be a starting quarterback. I mean, that at division one power five schools, you know, he's not some type of scrub in any way, shape or form. However, the early the struggles that he did show in 2021 has stuck with a lot of people. And so there is a part of me that wonders if going with a Quinn Ewers who fits more of his offense also is kind of um, I'm not going to say extending Steve Sarkeesian's leash in any way, shape or form, because he did. He has to show a winning season first before he has a leash, I think, at this point. But I wonder how much of that did play into it where he can point to the fact of, you know, not basically making the same quote unquote mistake if you want, if you know how fans may call it, if he were to go with Hudson Card two years in a row and then, you know, adversity strikes and it comes to a similar situation as how Hudson handled Arkansas. This way, it's kind of like this is a, a guy who's a first year player in the system. He's young, but he fits what we're trying to make this offense. And so he almost kind of buys himself a little bit of time. Am I, am I crazy to think that way too? No, we know this is a different place. Texas is a different place and quarterback decisions are huge news. Mm -hmm. And we know, excuse me, we know the fan base has some, you know, powerful uh, people who are in the ears of the leaders of the university. Uh, I don't think anything is completely out of bounds on that, Taylor. And I do think that there is something to the fact that if and that this is not again we're not in those practices to know and in those meetings to know exactly what Steve Sarkeesian's hearing from these quarterbacks and, and basing this decision on completely but just from the outside looking in if he goes with Hudson Card again and then you know in the back of his mind is saying well as soon as Quinn Ewers gets to a comfort level then I'll put yours in. Then you're right. He does. He looks indecisive, whatever. But if the team's winning, no one cares. But right. team's got to win. In this situation, you're right. You you play Quinn yours because he's the guy who was the number one overall recruit, transferred from Ohio State, fireworks and champagne corks popped off when he decided that he was transferring to Texas. And his coming to Texas was a big part of this off-season momentum that Steve Sarkeesian has been able to sustain from the end of that five and seven season. That's included, you know, Brendan Marion and Tashard Choice coming as assistants, Gary Patterson coming as a special assistant, Arch Manning 
uh, committing. Well, Quinn Ewers transferring here for, for spring football was a huge development. And it, Casey Thompson left. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is, I think Steve Sarkeesian is going to try and sustain the momentum, whether Quinn Ewers is completely up to snuff on all of this offense or not. And I think Sarkeesian's betting on Quinn Ewers' arm talent, the resiliency that he showed at South Lake Carroll, and Steve Sarkeesian's betting on himself to, to keep Quinn Ewers going and growing into the job. And that's that's going to be fascinating because you and I both know there's a lot of tumult on that offensive line. You know, Junior Anglau goes down with a season-ending knee injury. You've got freshmen who are going to be out there going up against grown, you know, 21, 22-year-old men who are going to do things that these offensive linemen haven't seen ever in high school and are going to have to learn the hard way. They're going to give up some pressures and some sacks, and Quinn Ewers is going to have to be that calm, cool, collected guy that Riley Dodge told us about here on the flagship podcast and be resilient and be able to pat those guys on the fanny and say, Hey, we're okay. You know, I'm okay. And right. And then keep, you know, bouncing back. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. We're going to take a really, really quick break, but do not go anywhere because we're going to continue more talk of uh, Steve Sarkeesian announcing that Quinn Ewers is the starting quarterback for the 2022 Texas season. So stay tuned. We will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chip, I think a lot of people are looking at the, the state of the quarterback room right now, wondering if Hudson Card is going to stick it out this season as a backup, knowing full well, you know, two, two weeks out before the season starts, that he is going to be the second string guy behind a younger player. Your thoughts on Hudson Card's status and if you think that would even come to fruition um, in any any scenario right now. Well, I do know from talking to sources close to Hudson Card that he was all in in this competition, that he wasn't looking around. He felt like he outplayed Quinn Ewers in the spring, felt like he could finish him, you know, finish off the, the job in fall camp and and be the starting quarterback for his dream school, as he said, the Texas Longhorns. I do think it's important for for Hudson card uh, to get his degree from Texas and he will not, you know, he'll graduate after this football season. Um, and so, you know, I think I'll, I'll be surprised if, if Hudson card uh, were to, to, you know, leave this team right now. 
because they are going to need both, Taylor. The third string situation at Texas right now is 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 like anybody's guess. Like Malik Murphy, um, you know, had that broken ankle. He didn't go through spring. We didn't see him getting the third team reps in the open practice on Tuesday. There's been a lot of talk about a possible red shirt for him. Uh, Charles Wright was getting the third string snaps and he wasn't even, you know, he was behind a walk on Ben Ballard last year. So they need uh, Quinn Ewers and Hudson card to, to be, you know, they need Hudson card to stay engaged and stay ready because look, you know, go back to Vince Young when he first got in there. Chance Mock came in and bailed him out a few times. People don't remember that, but back in 2003 against Texas Tech, uh, Chance Mock came in in the Holiday Bowl at the end of that 2003 season. Then, you know, Vince Young took off and the the legacy and the the just lore of, of VY took over. But, you know, in these early stages, you've got to have, uh, you know, a, a, a stacked quarterback room and that's that's what texas has a chance to have this year if hudson card stays engaged i think he will uh because you know he he loves texas and i think he wants what's best uh for his for his dream school yeah and it it seems like it may be a little bit too late for him to go anywhere right now i mean i i don't see him pulling a what was it kelly bryant wasn't it at clemson where when he wasn't named the starter he walked away from the team even though he was still enrolled like i can't I can't really see a scenario playing out like that. And I also think it's probably a little bit too late for him to go anywhere right now and make an impact um, at another program. So, you know, that that's a good scenario, I think, for Texas, if that does play out. You know, this is all hy- hypothetical based off of what we we believe, you know, Hudson Card to um, to feel like about the University of Texas, a football program. And also he he went through it last year. He saw that he was named the starter and then was overtaken by an older backup. So you never know what is going to happen. But you're right, because when we were out at that the um, open practice, you know, Malik Murphy, I still wonder how much they're kind of treating him a little bit with kid gloves per se, just because the ankle injury was so substantial. There's really no need to try to, you know, force him into the rotation or into any type of uh, competition there, there's even a slight chance that he may re-aggravate something like that. Because I think the coaches know that they're going to need him to be, you know, ready to compete as a backup potentially if Quinn Ewers takes this and runs with it still in 2023, um, even because Arch Manning coming to Texas is pretty much expect from everything that we had been hearing, he's fully expecting to kind of take a year as a red shirt to learn more of the college game. He's not expecting to come in and, you know, vying for starting playing time as a true freshman. That's not what the Manning family really wanted for him and his development because they don't feel that that would be, um, you know, ideal for him. And so I think that this is going to be interesting to watch, but for any fans, I saw a lot of posts on the Horns 24-7 message board wondering if Card was going to leave. I, I agree with you. I think I would be pretty surprising if he did something like that. Yeah, I think he's um, I think he's here for this season for sure. Uh, and then, you know, if he gets his degree uh, and wants to, you know, we'll see how this season plays out. Obviously, a million twists and turns can happen between uh, – now and then you just mentioned it last year card was the starter uh to start the season and and then you know he was replaced by a veteran now he's the veteran uh 
if Quinn Ewers, you know, really struggles and the offense isn't moving, then Hudson Card's going to get a chance either to just, you know, give uh, Ewers a chance to come to the sidelines and see the game and let it slow down a little bit, um, which we saw with Sam Ellinger and Shane Bouchelle. Uh, and that's really the last time, in my opinion, that Texas has had two quarterbacks capable of, you know, really winning games at a high level. I mean, Shane Bouchelle came in and beat Baylor and Iowa State in that 2018 season that they went to Texas, went to the Sugar Bowl. Uh, and then Shane Bouchelle moved on. And, and now Shane Bouchelle's, you know, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think this is where Steve Sarkeesian and his ability to relate to players, players say they like him, they, they relate to him. And I've always said Steve Sarkeesian has developed quarterbacks who've gone on to play in the NFL at a high level. And hopefully he's communicating to these quarterbacks and to others about the level of the quarterbacks in that room so that even if Hudson Card is not the guy, uh, that he'll get a chance either, you know, as a, a quarterback at Texas or beyond. Mm -hmm. uh, having a Steve Sarkeesian endorsement is is a big deal. I mean, the NFL trusts Steve Sarkeesian's opinion on quarterbacks. So um, that's going to be really interesting to watch. And from what we've heard, Taylor Card and yours have gotten along well. Uh, last year was kind of weird because Casey Thompson uh, was a fourth year guy, thought he was going to be the guy uh, because he had done, you know, played well in the Alamo Bowl and was the veteran guy. And then, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't the starter. And I think it was contentious between uh, Casey and Sarkeesian. I, I don't know that there was a lot of trust either way from, from what we're hearing about these guys they do trust Sarkeesian and they are together and they're helping each other and pushing each other. And it's a healthy, uh, Steve Sarkeesian called it a healthy competition. So, um, we'll see, listen, we're all going to get to see how this plays out on September 3rd and September 10th and every Saturday this fall. Uh, it's a big decision for Steve Sarkeesian. I think it's the decision we all anticipated as soon as Quinn Ewers, uh, committed and and came to Texas in January, and and now we're gonna we're gonna see it play out and see if just see how comfortable Quinn Ewers is in this offense and 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 behind this offensive line and how well he can you know deliver that football to some of these incredible playmakers like Xavier Worthy, Jordan Whittington, and Bijan Robinson. Yeah, and I think Steve Sarkeesian has been very honest honestly i mean he was honest after the end of the 2021 regular season about the quarterback competition being wide open it's it was anybody's job for the taking um and so hudson card has approached this offseason knowing that i think i don't think there was ever any indication even behind closed doors from anything that we have heard that made it seem like hudson card thought he was going to be the guy no matter what and because of what's based off what Steve Sarkeesian said, I think Steve Sarkeesian has been really real and honest and open with these quarterbacks. And that probably 
I would think would hopefully not lead to as much of a contentious situation as you described between Casey Thompson with uh, Steve Sarkeesian, um, you know, last season with him maybe not being able to trust him. The one thing that we can't question about Steve Sarkeesianship is his ability to not just develop quarterbacks, but also manage how to keep quarterbacks engaged. I mean, look, he has a lengthy track record of that. He did it at USC as an um, offensive coordinator under Pete Carroll. He did it at, um, you know, at uh, Alabama with uh, five-star Bryce Young and Mac Jones, that quarterback battle that, um, you know, in that national championship season before he came to Texas. I mean, he, he has a proven track record. And so I feel like right now there's no reason to question his maneuvering of the situation, regardless of how the five and seven season played out last year. Cause I can't say that it was solely because of the quarterback position as why Texas had that five and seven season. Right. And, and from day one, Hudson card and Quinn Ewers, both, you know, in the quarterback room, the, the starter sits on the front row. The, the backup is on the second row. The third is on the third row. Quinn Ewers, and Hudson Card have both been in the front row from day one. They've both shared the first team reps. Now, Hudson Card was going first, Quinn Ewers going second. But you're right. Hudson Card knew they were basically starting equal. Uh, and Steve Sarkeesian made that very clear from the beginning. And, and, you know, one of the things that was so funny about last year is that Every time Steve Sarkeesian questioned Casey Thompson or put him, you know, put him down at second reps late in fall camp, they said that they tended to see a better performance from Casey Thompson. And I think Sarkeesian was going to, you know, make it, hey, Hudson Card, Quinn Ewers, you're equal. Because he wanted to see Hudson Card battle. Mm -hmm. You know, he wanted to see him, he wanted to see that fight. And, and I think that he got, he got a good fight from Hudson card. It just wasn't enough to completely put enough separation between him and Quinn Ewers, uh, to get the job. And if, like we say, if it's close, Steve Sarkeesian's going to go with his handpicked guy and the guy with that arm talent. I mean, you know, I talked to, uh, Glenn Smith, former Cowboys, uh, offensive assistant just a few minutes ago. Uh, he's, he's, he was with the Cowboys when Troy Aikman was there. He goes to APEC all the time, helps train quarterbacks. He's seen Mahomes and Ewers train at APEC. And he said, listen, this kid's ability to deliver the nose of the football into tight windows is special. He's like, I can't tell you anything about his football IQ. I can't tell you anything about his ability to process. I can't tell you anything about his ability to communicate with his teammates, but his ability to deliver the nose of the football into tight windows from any arm angle without his feet being set is special. He said it, it's, it is like a young Mahomes. And so he said, if I'm Steve Sarkeesian, I'm enamored by it. And, and he said, only Steve Sarkeesian knows the answers to those other questions, the football IQ, the, the ability to process what happens when plays break down, how does he communicate with his teammates, body language, all that. And, you know, Glenn Smith said, I'd imagine Steve Sarkeesian likes the answers to those questions or he wouldn't be doing this because there is pressure on Steve Sarkeesian to have a better season this year than he did last year. 
it's got to maintain the momentum of this offseason to keep everything going. I've I've said my broken record on this. I said success in 2022 would be eight wins in Arch Manning. They got that commitment from Arch Manning. Now, uh, see if you can get to eight wins, maybe more. I mean, it's a wide open year in the Big 12. Um, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fascinating, Taylor. It is. And that is why you're going to want to head on over to Horns 24-7 to keep up on all of the latest intel that we're he hearing leading up to this much anticipated 2022 football season. Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to get the annual membership. That way you can also read all of the team sites, um, hear what other you know, Alabama's of the world's and the big 12 teams that Texas will face are saying about their teams leading into 2022. Chip, before we go, is there anything else that you think is important to mention um, regarding Steve Sarkeesian making this announcement before the second scrimmage of fall camp? No, I think he wants to see Quinn Ewers carry the weight of it and start to, you know, interact with his teammates um, in, in the role of the starting quarterback and, with that comes huge responsibility. With that announcement comes huge responsibility. And I think Steve Sarkeesian wants Quinn Ewers to start feeling that now and, and you know, give everything his best effort, including this upcoming scrimmage on Saturday and then heading into uh, the final days of fall camp and, and into game week for that opener against Louisiana Monroe on September 3rd. And, um, you're right. Get over to Horns 24-7 because we'll have, uh, even though these scrimmages and everything's closed, we will get you the information about how the quarterbacks looked uh, in, in the scrimmage and in practice and how uh, Quinn Ewers is handling this, this uh, announcement as Texas prepares for the 2022 season. All right. Well, we will leave it at there and make sure to keep it locked on Horns 24-7 for all the latest developments from Texas fall camp leading up to the football season. And also be sure to like the Horns 24-7 YouTube channel. Click the bell for notifications on all of the latest scoop that we put up there. But for Chip Brown, I'm Taylor Estes. We'll see you over at Horns 24-7.